So yesterday was not completely awful here on the Better Baseball Podcast. My name is John Jansen, Brian Sloan, at One Fan Power Trip. You can find on Twitter at jjansen34. Uh, yes, I say not terrible. As in, we went two and two, so it was a, a meh kind of day here on the Better Baseball Podcast. Mm-hmm. But o- opening day, we kind of expect that, Brian. We kind of expect a little bit of of weird, and we saw a lot of weird yesterday. We certainly did. I mean. Who would have expected the Rangers to jump out to a five, six run lead? I mean, I, I didn't think their offense was capable of that in the game. So, you know, that was crazy. The Cubs didn't show up to play. They were nope. walking people left and right. Detroit all beat Shane field. Bieber. <laughs> Detroit beat Shane Bieber in a blizzard. Like, ah, uh, yes. The, what's the, happening? The wonder and magic of, of, of opening day. That's really all it is. But I do want to yep. start one thing with opening day, uh, because what, what's going to keep happening is throughout you know the second day, throughout the first week, throughout the first month, we're going to have to find things. What did we learn about? What are some things that we, we are starting to learn about these teams? For you, what did you learn as we uh, watched those games yesterday? Well, one of the things I learned is that the – Angels are able to play small ball and be competitive throughout the game. They're not just going to roll over and die. So, you know, their pitching staff is pretty good. Rizal Iglesias is a nice upgrade as a closer. So that, he was he was unhittable yesterday. Yeah. He was unhittable last night. Yeah, I mean, so that I learned that the Angels aren't just that other team in the AL West. Um, I. I learned or at least reconfirmed that the Astros are as good as I thought they were in that they were in the American you know, League Championship yeah, Series last yeah, year. Yeah, I was about to say, go go a little bit more into that because I looked at that division and I went, hmm, this is all okay, I guess. Like, yeah. athletics could be all right. Like, Astros are probably the best team. But why do you mm-hmm. say you like Astros? Because I don't know if it, coming into this season there were many that were like, yeah, this team's actually really good. Well, I say that because as much as a comparison to the other teams in the division, it, it reconfirmed that, you know, last year was kind of a down year for the Astros and for, I mean, a bunch of different players throughout the league. But like, you know, the Astros did make it to the ALCS last year, almost to the World Series. You know, they barely made the playoffs, but they ended up getting to the ALCS. But like Altuve and Alvarez and Bregman, I mean, these guys are as good as they're advertised, you know, when they're playing at their best. And last year, I didn't think they were at their best. And yesterday, they played as well as expected. Brantley had another home run for his, what, third straight opening day Astros home run or whatever the announcers said. You know, yeah, like he was he was mashing yesterday. He was yeah, absolutely mashing. Yeah. He was mashing. Um, I mean, their rotation is pretty solid, even with Verlander on the on the DL. So, I mean, it's not just the Astros were just cheaters or that they were a flash in the pan. I mean, they were in two previous back-to-back World Series and then the ALCS. So they have a they have a championship pedigree that has been established recently. Even with Dusty Baker taking over for AJ Hinch, like you know, Dusty Baker knows how to manage. And he can get the yeah, best think, out of I his think players. He's, I think he's been around for a while. I think he knows uh, yeah. how to do this now. Can, I think he, he can, he's he got can, the hang of it a little bit. Yeah. He can push those right <laughs> buttons. Yeah, but, absolutely. Can. You know, like like after yesterday, I was a question mark on what the A's had to offer. 
because, you know, they, they made some trades in the offseason. They got rid of Chris Davis. They brought in Elvis Andrews, you know, like, like, the, like they made some moves. And I, I, I wasn't sure. And they didn't show up yesterday for me. But the Astros did. And I think when I look at the totality of their lineup, the way the Astros stack up against the other teams in the AL West, I really like it. And, yeah. and I, yeah. I, you know, I, I think I think that that the cheating scandal overshadows how good these players are, you know, with their pedigree of of, you know, past talents. Yeah, I think we can as as betters and as people who are putting in lines for DFS, it's things that we can look past. Look, the Astros yeah. cheated, but also they're going to be a good team. So you're going to want to bet on them, except yeah. for maybe today. And I do want to go into uh, tomorrow's slate or today, tomorrow. Geez, today, uh, time yes. irrelevant. Uh, but I want to start the with today's that game happens. It'll be 12 hours. Later. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I want to start. You you wanted to talk about the Dodgers and Rockies today. Mm -hmm. And I, I want to find a spot to bet the Dodgers, but it just doesn't seem like there is an opportunity to present itself. So now the first thing I look at, of course, is the total because it is in Colorado. Mm -hmm. I mean, Colorado obviously matched the ball, but now you have two really good pitchers in, in Trevor Bauer and Antonio Sensatella. So that yeah. total becomes a little bit of a tough number. I find a lot of tough things to bet in this game, but what in this game did you see that uh, really caught your attention? Well, what caught my attention, aside from the pitching matchup, because, you know, Sensatella has pitched the Dodgers well. So I don't think this is going to be the immense rollover, you know, steamroll job of the Dodgers offense just taking out Sensatella. Right, because because that's what we think, right? Like the Dodgers right. just lost. Their their win total is over 100. We don't expect them to lose back-to-back -back very often, especially to a team like Colorado. Right. So, I mean, it's not a given that the Dodgers are going to steamroll the Rockies today. Um, it could happen. I mean, Sensatella is up and down. But historically speaking, he's pitched very well against the Dodgers in his last Two out of three starts, he's held them to three runs in 11-plus innings in two of those games. So, you know, he, he keeps them in the park if he's on, if he's on. You know, that, that other game that he pitched last year against the Dodgers, he gave up, like, four home runs in five innings or whatever. You know, so, like, there's a chance that he could be obliterated. But, you know, another thing on that game is that Trevor Bauer gives up a lot of fly balls. So if if the if the ball's carrying and the Rockies can make solid contact, I mean they were hitting yesterday. So it's it's not a given that Trevor Bauer is gonna go six straight, you know, hard shutout innings either. You know, like it could See, happen. He is he is now, pitching now, as, as now well. Now you as, have my attention with that. A fly <laughs> ball pitcher, obviously in Colorado, and with yeah. the way Colorado hit, I mean, mm -hmm. you know, <laughs> Maybe that maybe I am thinking total then. I know it, it sounds tough when you think of a total of 12 runs and you have Trevor Bauer and Antonio Sensatella on the mound, yeah. but if Trevor Bauer, this isn't the type of pitcher that shouldn't be pitching in Colorado Park, while well, Antonio Sensatella, while the, the top three pitchers in Colorado all try and keep it on the dirt, and they mm -hmm. did that very well last year, you know, they can hit Antonio Sensatella. As you just said, yes. there's a chance that they could. That would make me lean the over a little bit here, uh, especially Bauer. We we expect regression from Bauer this year, right? Yeah. I know he's got the stuff. He always has. But mm -hmm. last season was just a little bit, I think, overperforming what he really is. 
Right. I mean, he was in, you know, Cincinnati, so it's probably a more comfortable situation where he could just be and he could right. just pitch. Yeah. You know, now he's with the Dodgers, and even though he's going to have the stuff to get those, you know, Cy Young performances, you know, maybe there's some more pressure on him. Maybe, you know, more eyes are on him. Maybe the other team is trying harder now against him. I don't think that's necessarily the case, but, you know, like the Rockies can hit him. And if they can ruffle his feathers, he could unravel. You know, he could do something like in Cleveland and throw the ball over the fence. You know, like he, he could get out of sorts. Um, and it is Colorado. He gives up a lot of fly balls. So there's there's potential that Colorado could hit him. Um, but, you know, the Dodgers have a strong lineup. So are they going to rebound from yesterday? Are they going to get confused on the base path and think a home run was caught and end up with an RBI single? You know, like, I don't think that's going to happen two days in a row. So hopefully they can get their, you know, get their feeling about them and be able to put the bat on the ball and get those runs early in the game as opposed to playing catch up. Yeah. And Trevor Bauer had an ERA of under two last season. And of course, the year before that, an ERA of over six. But uh, we don't expect that either. So a, a lot of variance with Trevor Bauer. And, and, and you know, the, it's not an easy game to bet. And look, it's not a large slate today. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven games. Uh, not a large slate, especially compared to yesterday's slate. Uh, but uh, that Dodgers Rockies game is something that I'm definitely interested in, especially Absolutely. live game. If I start seeing something a, a little bit or the Dodgers end up going down early on in this game and Bauer gets roughed up. But I think in, in most scenarios, it does end up leading to, I think, plenty of runs being scored in Colorado because yes. Trevor Bauer, hey, fly ball pitcher. Uh, we know fly balls don't tend to tend to stay in the ballpark in uh, Coors Field. WindailySports.com. You can check out the starting rotation. We're, we're talking Trevor Bauer and Antonio Sensatella. You can check out the starting rotation uh, article from today from Adam Strangis and very, very good stuff. So Trevor Bauer, uh, he is in Coors, so it wasn't highly recommended, but – uh, mm -hmm. There is a little bit of it's still Trevor Bauer. He's still really good. Does he have upside? Uh, of course, he definitely does. So uh, it's it's a little bit. This is one where if you do put in Trevor Bauer, you are taking the risk of mm -hmm. putting him in Coors Field. But also it could really pay off for you, especially if everybody Absolutely. else is staying away from Trevor Bauer and not inserting them in your lineup. So check it out. WindailySports.com. There is plenty there for you. Also, DFS picks and pivots as well. Also in the starting rotation, though, I see is Jesus Lizardo. So let's go over to the Athletics and Astros. Mm -hmm. Astros, uh, they, they took care of business last night, I'd they say. They certainly did. <laughs> but we have an interesting pitching matchup, Jesus Lizardo and Christian Javier. Now, you really like Christian Javier, and I love this stuff too. Uh, but I think there's a little bit of a regression, but I'll start with you first. Uh, Javier, not only good, but, I mean, the Athletics lineup doesn't seem very good. Yeah, I mean... You know, Javier made 12 appearances last year, 10 starts. He was 5-2. and two. He had a low ERA. Um, he held opponents' batting average to 188 when he was in. I mean, that's pretty good in, in 12 appearances. Um, I mean, you're, you're facing an athletics lineup that is not exactly the most potent lineup you could possibly be facing. So I think for Javier, it's a pretty good matchup. And in this game, I think Javier can work his stuff. He's got a good defense behind him. So, yes, 
you know, he shouldn't be afraid of contact. And I think it works well for Javier. If you're looking for value, I think Javier is a pretty good, pretty good pick. Now, Lizardo, he has really great stuff, but he's more volatile. You know, he could have a really good game, but with the Astros lineup the way it is, he could have a really bad game. So it, it's a toss-up. Um, I think he's going to have a pretty decent game. I'm not saying he's going to get blown up by the Astros, but if I had to compare starters and say, hey, who am I going to go with? I kind of like Javier a little better than than Lizardo. I think he's a little more consistent, and I think his his matchup against the Astros is a stronger matchup in Javier's favor. Yeah, I, I actually want to go with Jesus Lizardo, and I love Javier. I thought mm-hmm. he pitched very well. Uh, but we always, I, I feel like we always tend to see the second year, you know, things start to regress a little bit. And it's not usually what the pitcher ends up becoming, but it's just more of, you know, they can't continue to pitch, especially with the whip under one for the rest of his career. Like, that's just, right. it's not going I mean, to happen. Sure. So I, yeah, I mean, people are going to see him on film and be able to know right. his stuff. Yeah. You know, I mean, sure. I mean, he's not going to be, as lights out as he was. Oh, he's going to be very good. Game. But yeah. yeah, I mean, he'll, he'll still be pretty solid. So I, I, I am expecting regression a bit from Christian Javier. And, you know, I'm again, it's opening day for some of these teams. It's day number two for some of them. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's not a lot we're going off of. It's not a big sample size of anything, really. And especially with Christian Javier. But mm-hmm. just in how I'm projecting things to go, I feel like Christian Javier could regress a little bit. Jesus Cesardo, we saw a lot of variance last season. We saw that with the ERA uh, over four. I think it was around four and a half ERA. But he pitches very well at home. He has Mm -hmm. the stuff. And I think he could be very dangerous against this Astros lineup. Astros aren't going to win 162. Could they win two in a row here against the Athletics? Sure. And the Athletics don't have the lineup. Like, I I totally understand. If Mm -hmm. I'm betting the money line, minus 137 with the Athletics, uh, I'm, I'm betting on basically a really bad uh, a really bad lineup. But the thing is, I think the pitching can get it done against the Astros, especially Jesus Lizardo. Mm-hmm. I think they keep it low scoring, uh, keep this one close. Maybe if you want to go under the eight and a half, and maybe we could check the, the total for the first five innings of what that's going to be for the total runs. Uh, but the first five innings, it's four and a half. You know, I could see both of them going, yeah. you know, five innings and having this one under the four and a half. Mm-hmm. I just think it's that kind of game because. Yeah. Look, Astros lineup is the one that's somewhat dangerous, and there is a little bit of danger here, of course, but mm-hmm. Lazardo is very well at home, has the stuff, has the yeah. upside. You know, if anything, maybe we go the uh the under four and a half first five innings. Uh, yeah. but that's always not a fun play to do if you're <laughs> betting an under in a game like that. I'll just stick with you know, I'll I'll just stick with projection, what I think. I think the Athletics get it done in this game. Mm-hmm. Minus 137 is a little bit of a high number, and I think it's going to be up there because of Lizardo, because they're at home. Uh, but I think I think it's worth it, especially after you know day one, the Athletics didn't get the win. They didn't hit well. You know, mm-hmm. I I think the Athletics can put up a few runs in this game against Javier, get a small three to one li- win uh, in this game. And uh, they'll be riding off into the sunset. So that is uh, that's going to be a good game, and definitely something that's uh, I think the first year we are on opposite sides of a game, which is <laughs> which is a first, which is a very good mm-hmm. thing for us, yes. Brian. I think we're well on our way to uh, to having some really good arguments there. Uh, but another game you want to go to? Uh, 
White Sox and Angels. Now, I had the Angels last night. They mm-hmm. won. I will tell yep. you now for sure. I'm not sure if I have the Angels in this game. Where, where are you going here? Because I think Keiko and the White Sox seem really appealing at even money. Oh, yeah. I am jumping off the Angels bandwagon. I am running there over to the White Sox. There you go. I, I, Let's I, do it. Let's do it. I, I do not like Andrew Heaney. I, I don't think he can hold the White Sox offense at bay. Um, I mean, he gives up home runs. He He's always given up home runs. I think the White Sox with Abreu and Anderson and, and Eaton and everybody else on that lineup, that if he lays a fat pitch in there, they're going to take advantage of it. I mean... <laughs> I mean, I mean, well, like, hey, they did against Bundy, but the thing is that yeah. we give credit to Bundy for, he's good. He's just, yes. he's just a really good starting pitcher, and I think yeah. we have to start crediting him for that. But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I mean, Andrew Heaney, I don't, I don't think so. Yeah. So, yeah, you're, you're absolutely uh, right. I mean, like, but aside from the home runs, we saw yesterday with Robert, like, if the White Sox can get on base, maybe they can be aggressive on that base path and manufacture some runs. So, you know, I, I like. I really like the uh, the stuff that Keiko has. I think he can really hold the Angels down. Um, I mean, I'm sure the Angels will get their hits and whatnot, but I, I think Keiko will be able to control the Angels much better than he can control the White Sox. Yeah, no, I completely agree. And look, the White Sox... They were hitting, uh, they were hitting Bundy, you know, pretty well. It's just Bundy, Bundy has the stuff. So mm-hmm. uh, I, I think I'm just going to chalk it up to. I, I think you got to just give credit to what Bundy did, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, do it that way. But yeah. I mean, look, see, that's where this is where I'm going to go today. Mm-hmm. The White Sox are going to put up over five runs. Yeah, I, you're I getting that at plus that. money right now. Yeah, like the White Sox are going to crush Andrew Heaney. Uh, yes. The fact that you can get the total runs for the full game, by the way. I mean, this is a number, but this is a number. And, of course, Eloy Jimenez is not in the lineup, mm-hmm. so that obviously is missing one of your better bats. But this is a lineup that they had a team total most of the time last season of five and a half because yeah. they were just destroying teams mm-hmm. left and right. Yeah, uh, they were not, hitting home runs they were for like crazy. Yes. 20 consecutive games. It was you incredible, know, like- the run that they were on. Yeah, but that's the type of pop that they have. That's the kind mm-hmm. of potential that they have. So look, I'm with you. I'm going to take the White Sox even money mm-hmm. plus 100. But I'm also going to double down on that and say if they do win, it's also because they're going to hit the ball really damn well. And yes. so over four and a half, and you're getting that at plus money. Like this is one thing with the total runs that I can see completely changing very soon. Like I want to, mm-hmm. I want to try and get on this now because it's something I saw last season and. It bring it into this season's tough, but I, I think I'm going to at least bet on it because I'm getting it at plus money, which last season you didn't get that very much when over five and a half mm-hmm. um, be, because they just were hitting that over team total all the time. So right. give me the over four and a half. Give me it at plus 12. Their team total is yeah. the same as the Angels, uh, which look, Keiko could end up could end up getting hit a little bit here. Like sure. it's it's certainly a possibility. Like I can mm-hmm. I can see it happening. Uh, yeah. So it, it's not that it, this is a very easy like Keiko's going to dominate the Angels. Keiko's going to. I, I mean I felt like mm-hmm. yesterday, and you mentioned it. It was a really good really good point. I mm-hmm. felt like the Angels did a, a very good job of not just relying on 
hitting the baseball, like mashing it for home runs and right. relying on Trout. This was a yeah. a lineup that was manufacturing runs, that was playing mm-hmm. situationally, and that helped out a ton. Yeah, and and it wasn't. I don't just know like, if it can happen here. Uh, well, that's it, what I'm trying to say. Sure, and, and and it wasn't just like one person either. You know, like all of them. Oh, you, it was great. It was everybody. Like you know, Pujols gets up, runners in the scoring position. He hits a sack fly or a ground out, whatever. He still gets the run in. You know, so like you know, everybody's contributing on, on the angels offense to get those runs in. Um, the thing that was good yesterday with Bundy was he was able to recover when he didn't get his pitch. Yeah, he was, you know, he was outstanding yesterday. Like yeah. him and Giolito, both the Giolito. Yeah. They were both boy. really good. Oh, boy. I feel but, like Giolito is going to be one, any slate that he's on, you're going to be playing yes, with Giolito would, in DFS or betting the White Sox. It would be a pretty spot. it would be a pretty <laughs> safe pick. Yeah, it would be. He is he is outstanding. Um he's looking like he's gonna have a good season. And the elevated changeup didn't think that would be a thing that I would be uh trying to trying to research and like why is he elevating the changeup, but it's mm-hmm. working for him. Uh yeah. windailysports.com slash chat. I actually just put this link in the chat and so you can check it out. I mean I, I'm in the chat right now. They're already going over all of the games uh, every of uh, the entire slate pitchers stacks that you're going to use bets, all of it. Uh, windailysports.com slash chat is where you can join the discord. And as well as windailysports.com, where you could check out the starting rotation, which we had just gone through a few of those names that are in the starting rotation article from Adam, but also picks and pivots for today. Who should you be pivoting from? Who should you be putting into your lineups stacks? We love stacks here on DFS and stacking uh, lineups. So uh, things that you can do and find uh, to do from Jared filling in for Brian today, picks and pivots. So uh, to the last game that you're going to go to, and then I have a little play that I like here uh, for today, but Arizona and San Diego. Now, real quick, I just want to say, at least from yesterday, you Darvish has me not worried. I'm not going to be worried about you Darvish, but I'm not expecting exactly the same thing he did last year. And this was kind of the start of that. Like this stuff was there, but he can still get hit like he has throughout his career. Uh, so I just don't expect, I think a Cy Young from you Darvish is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I, I, I can see that. Um, you know, like even in his best years in Texas or that one year in LA and stuff, like he was always really solid. You know, last year in Chicago, it just happened to click where he yeah. was lights out. Um, so overall, if Darvish is starting, I'm not concerned. I think right. he's yes. gonna have a that's not the right know, word. It's not concerned, right. but I, I I think he's gonna have his quality start. He'll yeah. get six, he'll get six innings. Um will it be the best six innings he's ever thrown? Probably not, but it'll it'll be it'll be a decent, you know, outing for him. So what about this game? I, I'm a little interested in this one because Merrill Kelly uh, had some pretty good numbers last year. And, of yeah. course, we see the money line the way it is. Both It was a close game. Both teams hit 8-7. to seven. The Padres ended up getting the win. But Blake Snell, talented. Also, I'm not just going to say, like, Merrill Ke- Kelly's really good and Blake Snell's not. Obviously, yeah. that's not the case. Blake Snell's talented. But Blake Snell can get hit. The way I'm mm. seeing the money line, I want to give the Diamondbacks a chance here, especially – uh, I'll look at that first five number, but I, I want to give the Diamondbacks a chance here, especially in the first five innings. Yeah. I mean, look, Blake Snell is really good, and he's going to pitch really well, but the D-backs aren't as bad as perceived offensively. 
you know, Cattell Marte went four for five yesterday off of, you know, Darvish and whoever he else was so pitching. good. So, you know, get a couple bats in there. You know, you can get some hits off of Snell. Um, the one thing I like about Snell is, is two of his pitches, his curve and slider are in like the top 10 of whiff rate since 2017. So he's throwing good stuff and people are going to swing and miss at it. Um, as expected, I mean, it's Blake Snell. You know what Blake Snell is going to bring to the table. Um, will the D-backs offense be able to take advantage of the opportunities they have presented? Maybe. Yesterday they did against Darvish, so let's see what they can do. You know, can Asdrubal Cabrera get a key hit? Can Cattell Marte keep his, you know, pace of four for five, being on fire, getting those good situational hits? and whatnot. Um, you know, like Merrill Kelly, he was the number two best starter for Arizona last year behind Zach Allen. So, you know, he looked really good in the spring. He's coming off the, uh, thoracic outlet injury. Yeah. So, you know, he's looking good. He pitched really well last year. I mean, the Padres didn't wake up until like the third inning or so yesterday offensively you know Bumgarner got like three good innings in before the Padres kind of woke up and and started to hit their home runs and get their key hits and and really start working the offense the way that we're used to seeing the Padres do it in 2020 so you know if Merrill Kelly can get on a roll early and get some early success and keep the Padres off balance and and keep the ball in the ballpark you know, I don't hate, I don't hate the D-backs in their chances of, you know, pulling this one out. If they can, if they can keep it close while Snell is still in, I think they have a chance. You know, yeah. like yesterday, it was only what, a one-run game? It was 8-7? Yeah, like I, I, I would imagine, I, I would end up thinking the Padres are going to win. That's why when I'm looking at these money line bets, I'm only looking at first three, first five, just because of that. Mm -hmm. Their bats woke up late. Merrill Kelly's been pitching well, as you said, in the spring last season. Like If I'm going to get that much plus money, and I Mm -hmm. know the Diamondbacks lineup can be dangerous. This was two years ago, but I've seen them and the Phillies break a home run record in Citizens Mm -hmm. Bank Park. I I know this lineup has some pop. Uh, Last season, did they show it all the time? No, but it's still good. And you mentioned one of my favorites, Cattell Marte. He's mm-hmm. phenomenal. So, I mean, I'm just seeing the money line and the, the yeah. price you're getting, plus 165, mm-hmm. plus 190. Yeah. I mean, I I'm, I'm at least giving him a chance, right? I at would, least I would jump on those. I would jump on those because yeah. I, I feel like, you know, if the Padres didn't do much in the first three innings against Bumgarner, now you're upgrading the starter. Yeah. You're getting a yeah. better pitcher <laughs> to get in there. You know, maybe he can hold them down a little longer. Maybe he can, you know, really throw a gem of a game. Or maybe the Padres wake up. Maybe they're motivated now that they underperformed early yesterday. Oh, yeah. You know, and and jump all over him at the beginning. Who knows? But but the, the, the numbers favor Kelly being good for his five innings or so. 
Yeah, I definitely expect that. Um, last game I want to go to, Rays and Marlins, winddailysports.com. Last game we'll go over here on the Better Baseball Podcast, which you can check out, winddailysports.com. We'll post this after the show. Again, 2-2 two and two yesterday, so it was, it was all right. Hopefully. I think that's a good winner there. If we if we hit yeah. it a plus 190 money line in the first five today, I'm mm-hmm. going to be feeling pretty good uh, about about the, uh, the day today. I don't care if we don't hit the rest of the games. And look, this one we might not hit, but... I, I want to take my chances on Pablo Lopez today. And I want to take I want to take my chances really on a little bit of uh, I guess, you know, positive regression. Uh the Marlins aren't going to be shut out every game, right? They could. Brian Yarbar is a very good pitcher, but this is also Pablo Lopez. First of all, he's a very good pitcher. Uh, the numbers all prove it and back it up. And he's going against a raised lineup. They're in now the playing a National League team. They don't have the universal DH, so it's kind of a disadvantage for them. Mm-hmm. And it's an extra strikeout. That's the thing now in the National League too. Uh, and I'm sure the books have. have uh, well, I'll see. I haven't been able to find anything like that yet, but I'm sure the books have already caught up too. The pitchers back in, so there's automatically another strikeout in the lineup mm-hmm. again. So I'll, I'll sure. figure out those strikeout totals. And the books, I'm sure, have already adjusted. But yeah. uh, the Marlins, I want to take a chance on it. Y- they're a favorite here and it's not really that much of a great investment because, and this is all, you know, I, I, I understand that minus 129 on the Marlins against the race mm-hmm. team that, you know, people think are still a downgrade from last year, but still going to be pretty oh, yeah. good. You can get the race at a plus price here and that seems pretty mm-hmm. appealing, but I expect the Marlins to put up more than zero runs today. Yes, I, expect I expect it to that. happen a little bit early in the game. Mm-hmm. I would take the Marlins first three today more than even the first five. The first five, you're not getting much in minus 129, but I'll take yeah. the first three. I Can I see the Marlins with a one to nothing, two to nothing lead through mm-hmm. the first three innings? Absolutely. I can, can I see I Pablo Lopez going through the lineup the first time, first two times and shutting them down? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think the Marlins minus 124, the first three. Is is a solid play here. Just betting on the fact that that lineup's got to at least put up one run early on, right? <laughs> they got to do I something. Would, I would think so. Yes. <clears throat> you know, I mean, you gotta you gotta take into account like, is Ryan Yarbrough a starter? Like last year, he made some appearances after an opener. You yeah. know, went through the first inning or first rotation through the lineup. Like, you know, how well is Yarbrough going to be that third time through the lineup? That whatever time through the lineup, you know, he has good stuff. We've seen it. So I, I don't, I'm not worried about what he's going to be throwing. I'm, I'm more worried about the situational aspects of when, how, you know, the Marlins are pretty decent on offense. They're not going to be shut out again. I would, I would not expect them to be shut out for a second consecutive day. I would assume <laughs> that they could get runs in today. Um, Against Yarbrough, maybe, maybe not, but <clears throat> it should definitely not be a one nothing game. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, Pablo Lopez, I think, can can have his way with the with the Rays lineup. You know, like yesterday, it was only an Austin Meadows home run. It wasn't like they even manufactured runs. They just had a one home run. Um, but <clears throat> you know, I, I do expect some more offense in this game. I, I expect more hits. I expect more base runners. I expect more everything. Excitement. Um, enjoyment. Yeah, excitement. Expect more good baseball to happen, please. Yeah. yeah. Something. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, like it was funny because like I was watching the games yesterday and usually when I'm watching games, I kind of block off like start times and see how, you know, the, 
because the games usually finish in the same window, right? So like if a game starts at seven, it's usually ending 10, 10, 30-ish, whatever. And usually there's like all those games are ending in like the same time period. Like this game started at what, four? And I was looking and all the other games in that time slot were like in the sixth, seventh inning. And this game was finishing. Uh, and I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> Did I miss? Did something happen where they just like skipped innings? Like, Fantastic. But, How good is that? Yeah. I mean, they. I mean, like yesterday, it, it was like up and down, up and down, up and down, just real fast. It was a two hour and 45 minute game or something like that, you know. At this point, the Rangers and Royals are scoring 25 runs and only in like the fifth inning at two at 245. So, you know, I, I, I expect this game to be a little have a little more meat to the bones. You know, I, I, I don't expect them to just be too, you know, near shutouts the entire the entire game. <laughs> No, I do not. Uh, so here are some of the plays we have right now as we're wrapping up the Better Baseball Podcast. My name is John Jansen, also joined by Brian Sloan as well, at One Fan Power Trip at jjansen34 for me. Go back and check out the Mike North Show, windailysports.com. It is podcasted, ready for you to check out uh, for from yesterday. Uh, you can check that out. MLB picks and pivots for DFS starting rotation. All of it there for you, windailysports.com. And if you want to mess around with your lineups today, windailysports.com slash chat. We'll have... Uh, our DFS guru is in the chat there, getting everything ready for you. Premium articles for you to check out all of it, windailysports.com. So here are some of the plays we have today. The White Sox, we have them winning outright. Even money, Dallas Keuchel on the mound against Andrew Heaney. We like that matchup. We think Heaney gets hit. I like the over four and a half for the White Sox. It's a plus money. I think that's a really good play there. Uh, and it's uh, the team total hit the over a lot. And there were a stretch of games, like you said, uh, they were mashing the ball. I think, what, 20 straight games of the home run? I think you yeah. said something. Uh, so obviously they can hit. I think they end up hitting Andrew Heaney uh, very hard today. Diamondbacks, plus 190 the first inning. Uh, first five innings. I think what we're riding on here is Merrill Kelly. Uh, he has been pitching well in spring, pitched well last year. While Blake Snell is susceptible to maybe a bad game, and especially look, it's his first start with the Padres. That didn't go necessarily well for you, Darvish. Mm -hmm. So new environment, new team. Does he end up pitching well his first new start? Catcher. I think, exactly. <laughs> new new catcher. Absolutely. Yeah. So I think the plus one ninety there is something that we can absolutely take. And what was the other one? We had the. I think we had. Um, we, the Astros. We yeah. this is where we are different. All right. This is this where, is where we split. this is yeah. where we're going head to head for the first time. <clears throat> You're going with the Astros plus mm -hmm. 118. I'm gonna yeah. go with the Athletics minus 137. Uh so those are all of the plays for today. Good luck with your betting. Good luck again. DFS, MLB, DFS picks and pivots. Uh, that you could check out also starting rotation plays from Adam as well. All of it win daily sports. Com. We'll be back Monday. Hey, great first two days here on the Better Baseball Podcast. And we have a, a lot planned for it. We can't wait. Uh, we expect guests, beat writers, uh, and to get some of the guys that do the DFS plays from the picks and pivots, from the starting rotation articles on as well. It's going to be a really good time. I can't wait for it. But good luck today. We'll be back on Monday. Better Baseball Podcast. But be tuned. WindailySports.com for all of your NBA, DFS, MLB, DFS, and more. We'll be back on Monday.